My name is Matt Brown. Oh, look at I this. I have returned! Oh, look at this. What a clown. I have returned! What a joke. How are you, Steve? Oh, great. I'm here. You're right. I didn't go anywhere. Well, retire my ass. I'm here to do a talk show. And by the way, after 12 minutes with you, oh, I knew that thank was coming. God I'm yeah. here to do a talk yeah. show. And let's start the show. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday, Feel Good Friday, October 27th, 2023. We got another stellar tweet cap for you, and we have a lot of things to get into regarding that. So the things we are going to get into from this viral list of where you should not take somebody on a first date. More stuff about the Britney Spears book has been alarming. Plus, we have some James Harden discussion. And even uh, the Speaker of the House is brought up in this show. So, very unique stuff, am I right? There's a lot to get into and a lot to talk about. So, why don't we get into it? And I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. Platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter and X at Procavo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So yeah, Fresh Faces is with us. Ryan is with us. And we're going to talk about the big things taking place in our crazy world. So it is an action pack and very full podcast. So I don't want to take too much of your time. And I just want to get right into the conversation. So let's get to it. Here's another tweet cap. And let's talk about our crazy world and what took place in it. Fresh Faces and Ryan Page, it's your guys' turn once again. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. Hello, everybody. This is our final show in the month of October, the Halloween show. I may be the only one who dressed up, but that doesn't stop us from having a great show today, as this is Magnum Matty B. (laughs) And um, my uh, my Bob Ross costume is currently in route, so I won't have it for the show, but I'll have it by the time I need it again. So, oh, perfect. And, I'm, uh, I'm wearing a T-shirt from Spring Fling when I was in college, like my senior year. So I'm pretending I'm 21. See, you <laughs> are a college probably. student. <laughs> you, 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 I'm 21. <laughs> That's a good one. I was thought you were going to dress up as a paramedic. That would have been funny. Well, I'm not a paramedic, but uh, no, because all well, my stuff has where I work on it. Oh, <laughs> don't want to give away. I feel that. But we have another tweet cap. We got Ryan and Fresh Faces here. And um, let's do it off right. This is show 282. So let's keep it going. All right. I think it was quite a week for everybody, quite a month. And uh, let's end it off right by talking about the crazy things that happen in our world. And first, ironically, started with the sports stories. This is a basketball show, and next week we'll have this basketball show for you, an exclusive Productive Conversations basketball show. But 
this point, I want to talk about something I think everybody can have an opinion on. The name is James Harden. James Harden. For the past five, what he's been in the league since 2008. This man has, this man has uh, had quite the career. And of course, he starts it. He starts this particular season with what's the word I'm looking for? More controversy. So first, he tries to get traded in the offseason. They aren't able to make it happen. James Harden gets a little salty. He doesn't show up to. Um, he doesn't show up to media day before the season, preseason media day. He doesn't show up to practice at all. The Sixers start their season tonight at the time of this recording, playing the Milwaukee Bucks, and he is not there right now. He is not playing. So allegedly, he tried to board the plane. You know what? I will, I'll skip practice. I'll just show up for the games because I'm well, James he Harden. Practices. He was at some of the practices. Um, he So, like, it's even dumber than this. So, originally, when he was a Sixer, I mean... I'll get into this a little more because uh, about this, but like he thought he was going to make more money. So he thought he was going to get a max deal from Maury. And then I guess he got told he wasn't. So then he thought he was going to Houston, but then eBay said, I'm not having this motherfucker here. Yeah, and so the, that closed. That's up. the head coach. So then the, he opted uh, into his contract team. and said, I'm going to demand a trade. And then nobody wants it. That's right. He there was all these rumors that he allegedly was going to go to the Clippers, but obviously that hasn't happened. Again, he tried to board the plane, and um, they wouldn't allow it. They just straight up wouldn't allow it. And at this time, you know, be it as it will, according to a report from Adrian Wojnarowski today, the NBA is looking into if Philadelphia and James Harden violated new player participation policy. So, regardless, James Harden. Thing is, this man. I think we can we can come to the conclusion this man is very full of himself. Doesn't he's not a team player? And somebody we have complained about often on this show. People have complained about him all over the country, and people will still complain about him until he retires. And um, look at where we're at now. He's not even allowed to play. And um, heck, the NBA might uh, punish and hold the Sixers accountable. But it's just so funny and crazy that James Harden himself. Doesn't seem to be held accountable anywhere he goes. He gets himself out of Houston to go to Brooklyn. He then gets himself out of Brooklyn to go to Philly. All this is not good enough. He's trying to now join another team, a Clippers team that, um, you know, if they could stay healthy with Kawhi, Paul, George, even though at their advanced age, they might be something. But of course, we'll get more in depth of that next week. But regarding James Harden now and where this all is going to go. Do you think James Harden will finally be held accountable for his actions? You know, instead of going to Vegas on a off day or a road trip, maybe he practices with the team. Maybe he will show up in the playoffs for once. I don't know. It's a big mystery with James Harden. And I have a feeling we were going to talk about him a lot <laughs> anyways. But at this point, what would you do if you're anybody in charge of an NBA team and James Harden wants to just do what he wants? Well, okay. I think it depends on who, if you need James Harden, uh, more than anything. Uh, you talk about not being held accountable. If the team needs you, then you then that's the only accountability you need. I mean, I know that a basketball purist or a, a, a straight up basketball fan won't want to hear that, and I think we may hear the opposite opinion of that. But that's just how business works. 
if they need James Harden, and then they'll play James Harden. Now, apparently the 76ers don't because <laughs> they didn't even let him get on the plane. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if he broke league rules, then, yeah, he'll probably be held accountable for breaking league rules. But um, there's no real downside for him, to be honest with you, Matt. Like, what is the downside? What does he lose? Oh, I got, I got a lot. So, first off, James Harden is the goat quitter. He is the <laughs> goat at it at quitting on teams. There is nobody who will ever be better than James Harden when it comes to quitting. Yeah, but that doesn't matter, uh, right? But the things, the things that matter is so. There's two things to it. Part of the reason James Harden has to try to figure out how to play is because a part of the new rules. The Sixers can decide when he gets a free agency. If he basically sat the whole season and didn't play, the Sixers can say, actually, no, you're not allowed to be a free agent right. until we decide to allow you to be. They so that's push his contract. Yeah. Right. The other thing is the reason the Sixers are saying you can't come to the games, at least my guess is, is because James Harden has made it very clear, I'm going to make this as uncomfortable and painful as the Sixers as possible. So you're like that's his actual quote. And he – and like we saw when he was in Houston. He was fat in Houston, and he sucked for a while, and he was detrimental to the team. And the bigger – the problem in Philly is they have to figure out what they're doing with Embiid. And if Harden comes in and just is terrible and ruining it, Embiid's like, I don't want to deal with this. I want out too. But the answer to this is – and this is if I'm a GM who's 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 uh, looking to trade for – but let me rephrase this. If I'm a GM – and this this won't happen because Daryl Morey will tell all of them to fuck off. Is um, James Harden's a distressed asset? He is an asset where you're trading. It's basically like a bad contract. Where the question isn't what am I giving you to get James Harden services? It's what are you giving me to take that problem off of your hands? What do I get for dealing with this dickhead? Like mm-hmm. why? Like the the idea that like. The Clippers are like, oh, we're going to give you like an unprotected pick and a pick swap and tear some That's asinine. I would give you a highly protected first and maybe a pick swap, and you can have some salary filler if you're lucky. Like, I'm not giving so, you and, – and you better be giving me a Yeah, so obviously I don't fall. I'm not on the NBA shows. So uh, I know James Harden from much earlier in his career. I pretty much stopped paying attention to James Harden in Houston. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Last I checked, James Harden was actually a solid basketball player. If that's no longer the case, if he's really not good, then honestly, they'll probably just let him go away. He doesn't want to play. They don't want him to play. So he'll just stop playing basketball. He'll just not be a basketball player anymore. And they'll figure out the logistics of that later, but they're not going to play him. He's not going to show up to anything. So it'll be like a weird quiet quitting of the NBA where he just quietly stops being a member of the 76ers uh, lineup, right? I don't think that's true. Uh, Again, someone will probably correct me. I'm going to venture a guess based on my limited knowledge that James Harden still is a value added to at least some teams. I don't know if that's the Clippers, but the idea that any trade will be done for any basketball player in professional, any professional athlete. And the trade is going to be, I'll take care of your problem for you. If you give me something is not true. No one will trade for James Harden if they don't need James Harden. So if James Harden is no good, then he's just going to go away. 
And honestly, he's got a lot of money, right? He's got tons of money. Also, he's one of the names. Like, we can say what we want about him. He's a name that people know. He will absolutely find something else to do. And again, quiet quitting. I think that's this would be the first public display of quiet quitting in the NBA, where he's on the team, but he doesn't play, and they don't let him leave because he doesn't, they don't want him to be a free agent. And eventually, he'll just say, well, then I'm done. But I think ultimately, if there is a trade to be had, he'll probably work that trade out. And that trade will be with a team that wants him. I don't think that they're going to find – he's not going to find himself in another team that doesn't want to use James Harden. I don't – I just don't see him as being that damaged – on the court, I understand like his antics and his lack of commitment is a problem for fans and probably management alike. But I think he's still probably good enough when he's playing basketball, which doesn't sound like is very often, that a team could find use for him and give him what he wants. Now, I don't know what he wants. It sounds like he doesn't know what he wants other than maybe to not play as much basketball in general. And so maybe he's hoping that no one picks him up so he can leave. But I don't think, no, I don't think that he's going to get traded at, you know, it's not going to be who's stuck holding the James Harden at the end of the uh, trade deadline. I think it's, if he goes anywhere, it's going to be someone who actually has an idea about how they can use James Harden and get him out of a position. He clearly wants out of. Well, okay. Um, I do, to be fair, like you said, you don't, you're not a big NBA guy. Um, I, there was a lot of different pushbacks. So one of the big things is like James Harden's not going to go away because James Harden has made it very clear that he's going to be a pain in the ass this organization. And he did it all throughout the offseason. He was in China with like telling a random camp like I hate Derek he Morey. He's a liar. The NBA, that's yeah. a pain for the organization. If they, he's not if one of their that. top players says I'm done playing basketball now, that's but a pain. Not do that that's a forever Harden, pain. James Harden isn't done playing basketball. He wants somebody else to pay him $200 million, which isn't going to happen because he's not worth that money. The other thing to this is because of who the GM is, the GM is not going to let an asset walk away for but like just to wave him. They're like not just going to wave him to let him go sign something. They're going to get something for him. That's the other thing. Now, to the third point of what I said about somebody taking a distressed asset, literally happens all the time. There's minor examples and there's major examples. For example, Oklahoma City or the Spurs have done this, where they'll take a player back he's in order to clear – too expensive for that. Wait, like, I no, get what you're not. saying, but James Harden is still got to be one of the more – well-paid athletes. And I know this because as much as I don't follow basketball, I know who James Harden is. I know about the James Harden drama. He's on a a one year. His deal is worth $36 million. That's what I'm saying. So he's not, he's not cheap. And again, that's one year. What do you get for one year? Like to me, this is not some bench guy that you're like, well, all right, we'll take this, you know, jerk off your hands and you give us something. This is James Harden. That a comes with a price tag and B, as we pointed out, he doesn't like a lot of the teams. If he doesn't like your team, then you don't you then you're going to pay this guy to not play. Like this this won't change if he goes to another team that's just that doesn't want him. So the idea right, no, that no, they're I, going I, to take all of that money and just eat it. I don't I mean maybe I don't know how good the Sixers are. If the Sixers are, you know, have picks worth something then maybe. I don't know. I can't well, speak to that, but it's the because there's so few teams that would trade for him because of the his 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 history with basically knifing them in the back at the first opportunity. It limits the teams that would give assets for him because he is a distressed asset driving his price down. And as NAGM, you want to get the maximum amount for your trade. But there's no reason for somebody to trade 
a lot for him because he's a bigger pain in the ass to you right now than he will be to me well, later. So I don't need to give you- If he's not worth it, no one's going to trade for him. But, the, but to think, like, if I could get James Harden for, like, a, a highly protected first and some salary filler or, or, or something, like, where I'm not giving up a lot, it may be worth teams. But that's not the price that Daryl Moore is asking he, for. Millions that's of dollars the, for nothing. It's also if James Harden actually will give you an effort once he gets there, if you got trade to the New Orleans right. Pelicans like 36 or million to, to get nothing but a protected pick? That's 36 million for a protected pick? Again, not a big basketball guy, but no. That doesn't right. – the math that's is the, not mathing on that. So if that's right, all no, he's I worth right now, then he's not going the, anywhere. Right, he's not going anywhere because nobody wants to give the price that Daryl Morey is asking because James Harden is not worth that price. Yeah. So the problem is they either have to be, – they're going to have to sell him for pennies on the dollar because, one, he's a pain in the ass and nobody trusts him not to stab them in the back in six months. Two, he's not worth – he's not the James Harden from even two years ago when he was in Brooklyn. And three – He's just a dickhead. Like <laughs> the, he's a bigger pain in the ass to like, I would rather sit here and wait. Like if I, let's say I wanted James Harden, I would rather torpedo their season with James Harden in the Sixers and get him for a lower price. Or I would rather torpedo their systems, their, uh, their season um, and get a better price for Joel Embiid later. Like it's, it's, it's how much can I fuck up this team to get a potentially better player? Cause I would rather have Joel and be the James Harden. All, Not of that this, I think Joel- all of this revolves around this idea that James Harden wants to continue to play basketball with any real serious, like any, in any real serious way from everything I've read about James Harden in the past two years, nothing makes me think that that's true. Well, he does. Nothing makes you think that he actually cares at all if he ever plays basketball again. As long as he finds a way to make money, which I promise you he can do, he won't. He doesn't care. So the idea that you can get him for cheaper is probably not accurate. Because I mean, you can physically Uh, pay him money, less money, but he won't play for you. (laughs) I mean, we've seen it. He just won't show up. I mean, we talk about this. Kyrie Irving had a similar deal with just decided he was not going to play anymore. And there's really nothing that can be done about that when a player decides that they have enough money and they don't like you. And so they're not going to play. Like you can't do well, anything. You can't be like, well, I'm mm-hmm. going to pick him up. Late. If he doesn't want to play, you won't. <laughs> like, right, you know what I mean? If he doesn't, doesn't need play, the money, he cannot play and be fine. It's it's basically how painful can they make this for James Harden later? Because depending but on how if he retires, is, then there's no amount of pain at all. He's not going <laughs> to retire because there's there's league rules about how you could retire and when you could come back out of retirement and how that would probably affect. Like if he just said I'm retiring today and right. he was like clear, and then next off season he said, oh yeah, I actually want to come back. I'm pretty sure that that would violate league rules, and it would it would be similar to the Sixers being able to say, "No, you actually can't." Yeah, but he's got like, lawyers. He's got lawyers, and if they can't fight it, then he just won't come back next year. Right, but but I I think he there's whatever. So ultimately, whatever happens with this is going to be there's going to be a rule in the next CBA called the James Harden rule directly because of this situation, and, and it's going to lay. I, I don't know. I think that we're, we're we're putting way too much stock in the idea that James Harden, who has proved over the last two years doesn't care that much about playing basketball, is going to do anything to protect his ability to play basketball in a league that sounds like they don't like him that much. Talking to you guys, sounds like the fans don't like him that much. So nobody wants him there. 
and he doesn't really want to be there. Sounds a lot to me like he's just going to stop playing basketball. That's what it sounds he, like he to wa- me. I don't he see why he would keep playing. He wants a $200 million contract. That's yeah, he what he can get that 30. from something. Well, I'm at $200 million, but he can, yeah, he can get millions of dollars from something that isn't the NBA. Honestly, it would be a lot does. less work, too. be a ton but less I work. Don't think- he wants to he wants to do it playing basketball. He wants to play it his way, and he wants the two hundred million dollars. And it's just not going to happen because he's not worth it. Then he and will leave. I'm telling you, he's not going to sit around and and take less. He would have done that already if he if he was going to play for less. If he was going to do the right thing, I'll say I'll call well, it the right the thing. thing. I think that's he fair. He already did. He already did take less. Part of what happened was after he got traded to Philly, he signed for a two year deal that was less than the max that he could sign in order for Philly to sign other players. And that's part of why him opting in made no sense because it basically like, gave them control back control over him because yeah, he basically I'm saying, said, I'm going to opt in so it's easier for you to trade me instead of – I think he was a restricted free agent. Um, and I, I – it just – it's mind-numbing. The, the, Matt, the, the idea how many minutes has James Harden had in tonight's game? He's not, he's the, not he's playing. Not he wasn't allowed on the. Uh, That's the point. You you said that he did it already. He didn't do it already. He didn't. He wasn't a team player because he's not playing on the team right now. Right now, <laughs> we could turn on the TV. It's right there. He's not on no, it. Last season. <laughs> Last season, but that's last season. This is this season. Right, He's not right. a team player this season, so you can't well, control been a team someone for the last three years. That's why well, nobody. Wants I'm to just take saying it. you can't control someone who doesn't care. <laughs> as soon as they don't care, as soon as the players like, I don't care what you do. I'm only doing it my way, or I'm just simply not doing it. You you lose auto. Doesn't matter what contract you have, you lose all power. And it's this is. I mean, we see this. This the only sport that doesn't hasn't figured this out yet. It seems to be baseball. They seem to think that baseball, the league, can control these players. And maybe the players aren't popular enough that they have a little more control. In every other league of professional sport, maybe not the NHL, the players are in charge. We could pretend however we want to pretend. The people don't show up to see the NBA. They show up to see the players. These players have got more money than anyone could ask for. If he's decided he's done playing this season – because he doesn't like what he was given, he's done playing this season. <laughs> Again, I'll go back to Kyrie. Obviously, not as controversial as Kyrie, so that's a good thing for the Sixers. They have that going for them. Um, but other than that, like he did the same thing. He was like, "No, I'm, I'm not." And then eventually, he got to the point where they asked him not to come back because some of the things he was doing. But like, you know what I mean? If a, if a player is out, a player's out. We, I just heard a story about Gronk. He did the same thing. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to retire. And they're like, all right, we won't trade you then. And then he just didn't retire because he didn't want to go. So basically, even if they knew he was lying. Yeah, even if they knew that he was lying, the options were we lose Gronk or we don't. The trade is not happening because he was willing to just not play football if the options were be a Detroit Lion or retire. He was willing to be like, all right, I'm done. If, if, if Harden is willing to not get on the plane and not go to practice, there's no amount of math. There's no amount of backroom dealing that's going to make him start playing um, basketball. Yeah, well, then that, that's how his career ends. Is yeah, he, probably. Which, which <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like would be a fitting end for James Harden because he is, and I will repeat this again, the GOAT when it comes to quitting. Yeah, well, there you go. The quiet quitting of the NBA. I like it. I think there'll be all kinds of Washington Post uh, thing pieces about quiet quitting in professional sports. <laughs> They're too bad been yelling at college kids about anti-Semitism oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, I 
James Harden is no doubt an enigma. We'll see how this all unfolds. I'm sure we will update this story when we meet again for NBA next week. But until then, um, James Harden, whether he cares or not, it'll be a fascinating 30 for 30. And I Good guess you really... The 76ers. Uh, their process is about to come to an end. We love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> Says, all right, I've been looking forward to discussing on this show this list that was released. So last week there was a video of a woman who was about to go on a first date with somebody to the Cheesecake Factory. She was so personally offended by it, she makes a video that goes viral and it leads to an ultimate discussion. Where should one take someone on a first date? Now, dating is very prominent in a discussion here on this podcast. And why don't we continue it with this? You know, you guys, um, you know, faces, you are currently not single. Um, Ryan, you're married. I'm single, depending on the day. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm single now, but maybe (laughs) that changes someday soon. But this list goes viral it's huge and i'm very interested by it and i want to break this down with you guys so this is a list that i guess uh, that that some women made that again um all women correct i think can i I get a clarification okay can i get a clarification the thing that kicked this off was a woman got mad that her date was taken her to the Cheesecake Factory. So instead of being an adult and having a conversation about it, she decided to blast it on the internet? Yes. Is that what happened? Yes, and it led to other people coming together to make a list. (laughs) You must be new here, Fresh Faces. This is how the internet works. I know, but like, first off, (laughs) if I'm going to take somebody to a Cheesecake Factory, it's because they fucking like the Cheesecake Factory. Like, I'm not going to say it. Well, clearly, this, this, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> she clearly had a problem with the cheesecake like, You don't just decide, like, unless it's like a spur of the moment thing. Like, oh. Well, so this I is- actually, I do have questions, Matt. And you may not have an answer to this, but I do want to ask, these are two important questions before we get too deep into it. Question number one, is this a first date? Yes, specifically first date. Ju- Here's a list of places okay. women actually. Question number two. Oh, question number two, real quick, though, real quick. In the case of this woman, is she over the age of 21? She she looks it. By the way, but this was a, a polled apparently. Okay, this was a polled question. They no, I got that. I just wanted women. I just wanted to have that info before. Well, the the other kind of yeah. is is she over 25? No, she looks she she definitely <laughs> I would say she looks like she's in her mid 20s. You want me to pull it up what what she looks like real quick? No, that's, that's fine. I trust no, you. I just fine. wanted to get that info for after we hear the list. But I do want to hear the list because I think she, it's important that we share the list with everybody listening. Yes, she. But she definitely has to be in at least in her mid twenties. This this woman who started okay. off. Yeah. So number one, he okay. Here is a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date to, and thank sure. you to the ladies who reached out to me and helped me on my list. This is the person who came with it together. <laughs> I believe yeah. it. Ad Duval promo. That's who um, you okay. know, compiled together. I guess. So here we go. Shout out. This is the list. Number one, Cheesecake Factory. What's wrong with Cheesecake Factory? Honestly. I mean, for a first date, it has a nice ambiance. <laughs> it has a good menu. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah. I can't. You know, like, so I can't not? sit here and say I've never taken a date to a Cheesecake Factory. But, like, you need to be a teenager, really. Cheesecake teenager. Factory, to me, once you get 
<laughs> once you get into like your you know early mid twenties, certainly the Cheesecake Factory is no longer a viable date option like really at all. And it's certainly not a first date destination. I'm actually, I am with them on this other than of course, everything's subjective. If you really like cheesecake, then go to cheesecake factory. But I'm saying uh, personally, I actually do see this one. I think that, but I I do want to make a clarification. If you're like 17 listening to this and you're like, Oh, I can't go to, yes, you can. All right. If you're 17, go to the cheesecake factory. If you're 16, go to the cheesecake factory. That's a good first date at 16. You've done well. You made a good choice. It's got the nice ambiance. Like Matt said, you have the cheesecake. Uh, uh, Listen, if you're young and, Absolutely. I think once you get a little older, you do have to step into a different realm, though, and leave the Cheesecake Factory like training wheels in the garage, personally. So you say no to Cheesecake because it's too, what, amateurish, too childish? I do. Yes, yes. I do Uh. think that it's a good first date when you're starting, like when you're young, right? But as you get older, everyone's taste changes. Everyone's got like, you know, everyone's got some work. Everyone's, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little different, I think. So you were that with this sense. girl who put this guy on blast and embarrassed him. Why are you taking me? Well, I, no, I didn't say you should put them. I didn't think you should put them <laughs> online, but I just the, the sentiment behind the thought. I'm 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 agreeing with yes. <laughs> okay. Do, do you feel the same way, faces? I I think like it it is it to me it is inconceivable to go on a date with somebody where they would be so upset that they would blast it to the world rather than having an adult conversation. No, oh, yeah, but that's like, different be, than Cheesecake right, Factory am, being good right. or bad. Like, look, <laughs> Two I things should be true. I haven't been to the Cheesecake Factory in a while, but like if someone told me on a first date, which I'm probably never going to have again, um, is, uh, is I really wanted to go to the Cheesecake Factory. I'll say, fuck it. You want to go to the Cheesecake Factory? Like, it's whatever you want. It's it's more about making sure that they're happy than it is that whatever. Right. Like, if that's what they want to do, let them do it. If but they, obviously, if they she don't didn't like want that. Yeah, yeah, she didn't like him enough the, like, to, to, to care, I think. I think she didn't like him enough. To be a Cheesecake Factory. I think this woman clearly used, used this guy to get a free meal, and she was, she was upset. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Cheesecake Factory is good food. I don't think it's a food issue. It's really just don't. like I don't. It's just like there's just it's just like it's like Creed. Like I, I just don't like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cheesecake Factory is the Creed of like the slightly higher end fast foody, not fast food, but like Applebee's. Like, like casual Cheesecake fine Factory's dining. Better than Applebee's. Casual fine there you go. dining. Casual fine dining. That's exactly right. <laughs> It's better than Applebee's, which I, I think is number also two. On the list, it's but... number two. Applebee's is number two. <laughs> I was well, like, I on. did read the list hold before this. So I was like, I think it's on the list. <laughs> I think Applebee's does have like relatively cheap drinks. Yes. <laughs> so in that's not case, a first date location. It depends on how on how your your date is or how you are as a person. It is totally possible. So. That people could go to Applebee's to get fucked up. For I think, you know what I think? I think Applebee's is could be part of your first date plan. <laughs> but like you've gone to dinner and now you just want drinks and there's an Applebee's Golden. nearby. If this is the scenario, there has to be this scenario. You Golden can't seek out the Applebee's. But if there's, a, if there's a nearby Applebee's at the location that isn't Applebee's, which you bought your food at, then... 
Yeah, I say you want to keep, you know, get a few more drinks, keep the conversation flowing. You go sit at the bar at the Applebee's, not the booth, Matt. They have a bar for adults. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the adult Applebee's bar and you order that Bahama Mama because you deserve it. Bahama Mama. I don't Um, (laughs) remember. I remember I've definitely gone with last time I was in Applebee's was I was in college just with my two. I was in college, too. And we, I had I've a never done the first date at Applebee's. Neither. I will, by the way, I want to say so, I have I, gotten drinks, though. I, have I will say them. I have had a first date at Cheesecake Factory for a relationship yeah, so that like, lasted three weeks. And um, well, what's funny you? about this, this was like, I think, 22, 23. Around okay, there. Well, that's why I only lasted three weeks. <laughs> well, <laughs> messing with you. Um, well, anyways, not. but we'll what's funny know. about this is well, I actually I mean, met the parents before. I met the parents on the first date. <laughs> you met her parents at Cheesecake Factory? No, no, no. I picked her up. And it was like, why don't you come in and meet my parents? Oh, oh okay. I was like, okay. Wow. What am I going to say? No. Well, you know what? I think actually <laughs> and then we that went to Cheesecake that, that's even. Because you took her to Cheesecake Factory, which is oh. a no-no, I think, at 23. <laughs> but she made you meet her parents upon meeting her. And that's also a no-no. So I think the two wrongs Apparently actually, the father you know, they liked cancel me, out. So it worked out. And, that's good. Um, to continue with Applebee's for three is Chili's. I don't even think I've been to a Chili's before. Chili's. I've never been to a Chili's. Yeah, I mean, Chili's I and Applebee's I, are the I, same I, thing. I, I, yeah. Chili's, Applebee's. Yeah, Ruby I have to Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, well, Ruby Hold Tuesday, on. I feel like it's a little bit nicer than Chili's. Yeah, Ruby is Tuesday it? is nicer. That feels more like Cheesecake Factory. Ruby Relaxers. Number four yeah, is yeah, a no, cheesecake factory. There was the Ruby Tuesdays up by college, and that was a good place to go. Yeah, well, yeah, right, right up there. College. Ave. Well, that's where that's why it's important, though. We have to keep stating. College. Yeah, no, yeah, a lot like of this, college. a lot of this is like, <laughs> is like in late, uh, late teens, early twenties, like when don't, you're in that college. If you're like when I, my, I'm almost my thirty, don't do it now. <laughs> now my, at thirty, my, you can't do that. My <laughs> let's go to Chili. I used to go to Blueback and and yeah. go to, to Cheesecake Factory. I don't think I take my wife to Chili's on per like as a date. Like if chili, we're going somewhere else, we're not, we're like, we're not oh, we even. This eat. isn't even There's a, a chilies, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but like I, I don't, and I don't have to impress anybody. I'm already married. I've done all the hard work. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, even I would be like, I don't think we're doing chilies. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that all of these first ones are very similar in terms of like they're kind of the casual dining. Some are a little bit nicer than others, but they're all kind of the same vibe. Right. Number and I four. think it's also a generational thing. Like, yeah. like I think dating when we were – like if you were our age when you – when like in the early 2000s, I think this might be a little bit of a different list because um, I think so? those places were, were held up in a little bit – like Applebee's definitely was held up in a higher regard. In, in like I don't think 2005. <laughs> 2005, yeah, that's like, when the time know, to go to Applebee's. It's called When Applebee's. you're here, yeah, your family. Then, I think <laughs> it would have been an interesting – like idea then to talk to somebody who was like dating around that time and what they thought about this. Yeah. I think you could convince me that maybe cheesecake and Ruby Tuesday, but I don't think Applebee's <laughs> is ever a solid first, first date idea. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm be honest with you. I think that you should never start your first date. No drinks yet. Cause you've just started the date. That should never be in a booth at Applebee's. You ever I see Talladega Nights? Do you, have you seen Talladega Nights? Yes. So that's where they wound up in Applebee's, right? Yeah, but there wasn't a date. First day, <laughs> I know. It? Just went... That was like a family thing to get exactly. thrown out. Exactly. Like... Yeah. And he got thrown out. And But number four is controversial. Which happens a lot at Applebee's. 
Number four is very controversial because I feel like people actually do this. Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody used first to date? say, yeah, as a first date, I think Chipotle. Walk is, me through that, man. So Chipotle, I think, is for some is for people who are horny and need to meet in public first before they um, have some fun, if you know what I mean. You know, they say Netflix and you know how they say Netflix and chill. They say Chipotle and meaningless sex. That's where you know, because if you're eating Chipotle, you're like bloated after that shit. (laughs) You could just get like a bowl. You could get get something light at Chipotle. Yeah, but if you're going Um, to something light at Chipotle, it's not worth going to Chipotle. Well, I'm, I would I would argue that the hooking up afterward would make it worth it. But um, this is I, is, I, I think I, this is, I've not heard I, this. I'm I'm too uh, too far removed from the dating Chipotle scene to know that sex. Chipotle is like a weird like cruise spot for uh, for Tinder folk. But um, <laughs> if you're looking to actually date somebody, then don't right. go to Chipotle. Um, <laughs> I think that that's a totally totally. Fair thing to say. To me, that is akin to going to McDonald's, which I think is also on the list. Uh, like, to me, it is akin to that. I mean, yes, the food is better. I love Chipotle. This is not an indictment of Chipotle. This is just an indictment of people who, because what are you going to do? You're going to sit there. You, you can't talk in a Chipotle. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get to know someone deeply in a Chipotle. You, you end up uh, with a Chipotle, like, in the middle of the date, like, similar to Drink like, you went out for drinks or something, yeah, and you need some food. Yes, I don't think Chipotle should be where you start the date. Also, probably shouldn't be where you end the date. Um, maybe somewhere in the middle, depending on how long the date goes. How about this one? After Chipotle, and Stephen A particularly likes this and was mad this was on the list, Olive Garden. Mm. Is that a place that you take mm. someone on a Actually, there where... Which one is when you're here, your family? Is that Olive Garden? That's Olive Garden, that. yeah. I said that for Applebee's. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of put that with the Ruby Tuesday in Cheesecake Factory in that with a younger person in particular, I think is a good shout. Olive Garden shows you're classy, but, you know, you're on a budget. Um, is it I think, really? I just is it think really, that though? the budget. Would you consider Olive Garden a classy no, place? No, but if you have no money, it is. Right. If the options are Olive Garden or Applebee's, go to Olive Garden. Yeah, you hit a threshold and suddenly like Olive Garden goes from like the best option you could have to one of the worst. And it, it has to do again, once you've got like your own like your own space or whatever, like if you live alone, like if you have an apartment or whatever, like not alone, you have roommates or whatever, but if you have an apartment and you go to Olive Garden, mm-hmm. that's a tough one for me to wrap my head around. Unless someone asks to go to Olive Garden. Some people really like those breadsticks. I, I'm actually not like, been there in a obsessed long time. with them. Yeah, I think that I think the Olive Garden kind of falls into the same place as the, the Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory. I agree. Like it's it's you know, it's one of those things where it makes sense when you're younger. But if they really want to go, just fucking go. Like it's yeah. not like, you're so not Stephen have, A can continue to take his dates to the Olive Garden uh, without worrying too much. I think that that's what we're saying. Stephen A doesn't have to change his dating uh, behavior. Number six was the movies. I agree with that. You can't have a conversation or imagine if it's bad. You always associate this movie with a bad date. I've never been on a movie date before. So I think a movie date is fine, but you need to have something at some point either before or after the movie. 
I don't think it's I think it's good actually to see a movie during because you could save a lot of money. Like, let's be let's just be clear. You could save money on a movie date. If you go grab like coffee or drinks before and then go see a movie, that's good. You know what I mean? I, I actually I'm fine with the movie date, but I do think you're right. The talking thing's hard. And so you need to have some kind of time where you guys can talk and get to know one another, um, which you can't do in a movie theater. So you, it can't be the only thing, but I, I think you can build a date around a movie. I really do. A first date in particular, I think you can build around a movie. I yeah, will see. Easy, easy to do. I totally agree. Even I mean, young people, obviously, but even older people, I think you can. I will say number seven is pretty. <laughs> if you actually see this, what's wrong with you on a date? Your house. You can't have your first date at your house. <laughs> like, come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? I had with my my current girlfriend, I had it at her house. It, it partly because of um, how things were uh, with with our jobs and stuff. Oh, OK. Well, with our jobs and also her 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 dog um, had some medical issues, so it was harder for her to um, to go out and do things. So it made more sense for me to just go over there. But like, it's not you know, it's not like oh, we're just gonna hook up and stuff. Like we had planned to have food and stuff, and we were gonna just like watch some movies and just hang out and like get to talk to each other. Like it's not, it's it, I feel like the connotation to it is worse than it is because like. It's you could easily do something there. Like it's not like to say that you would never have a a, a date there. It's it depends on what the purpose is. It it depends. Look, people are busy. Circumstances happen. Sometimes it's just the easiest thing. So I'll say this. I think that this is a little bit to do. And we we have three dudes on this podcast, right? True. I I feel like personally, if I was with if, if a girl invited me over to her house for first date, I would never in my brain think of any possibility where I would end up like drugged or hurt in any particular way. If Mm -hmm. you're a girl and a guy says, come to mine, I'll make dinner or whatever. I don't care how good it could be Mario Batali. That's a chef, right? Uh, Yeah. I don't think that's a good Uh, example. Don't say him. Don't say him. He's got, he got, you're right. No, no. Jose, Jose Andres. Sorry. Jose Andres. He's a chef and he's a great person. Does a lot of great work with his food kitchens across the world. Even if he invites you and you know, he's a great chef. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that, right? You cannot. Uh, you cannot just go to a dude's house when you don't know this person much at all. So that's why I think it's on the list. Uh, obviously, this list was made by all women, and I think that I can see where they're going with that. You know what I mean? Like you don't know this person, and that just feels dangerous to go to someone's house that you don't know at all by yourself. You know what I mean? Personally, I think I could see that. Now, one thing that this makes me laugh. <laughs> Um, I agree with this. Uh, no fast food chains. Yeah. But what makes me laugh, and this is just a different time because my aunt and uncle were married 30 years and their first date was Wendy's drive through But again, that's the 70s. Hold on. I think there's also another caveat to this. If you're not thing. in America, like McDonald's has a different connotation than like mm. India shit. Like it's like a high end, like important place in like India. Uh, I don't so think it it's ever get... high end, but it is different. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think they're going like suits and shit. You know, I actually I'm going to go the other way with this, but I'm going to agree with you. If you're uh, dating someone from another country and they haven't <laughs> been to McDonald's, no, 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 no. surprise, if they've not been to McDonald's. I I bet you a lot of folks who are from other countries 
I mean, yes, they have McDonald's in other countries, but as Fresh Faces pointed out, very different. Like the food is different. The ambiance is all different. And, you know, the OG burger place, that's that's America's McDonald's. So I think that you could probably get away with taking someone to McDonald's specifically. <laughs> I'm not saying not all fast food. or Wendy's McDonald's. No, no, not Wendy's. No, McDonald's the specifically is a big enough brand that if they're not from America, it's kind of like one of those things that you have to do. Right. Like, oh, I want to get a cheeseburger at McDonald's and you could be the person who provides that for them. So I think in that one very specific situation, that could be a cool first date, um, especially because then you can start talking about where they're from. Like there's a lot of ways to work that angle. But I do think that for most people, even kids, even young people, save your money. And go to Cheesecake Factory. Do not go to McDonald's. Do not go to a Wendy's. Big Mac. Do not go to those places. Date, you eat Big Mac. I mean, together? Matt, could you imagine if we're like, let's go to Duchess on a first date to someone? I mean, we're, we're both from Norwalk, so we know what that is. Like, in Duchess is not as good food. It's kind of it's nicer than a regular fast food place, but it's just it doesn't work. It doesn't work, dude. You're right. You're right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put the, the these two together. Buffalo Wild True. Wings at a wing stop as our first date. <clears throat> uh, Those are very different. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, like I think Buffalo Wild Wings could you could do because it's more about what you're going there. Like if there's some type of event happening, game, a like, game is just, on. Yeah. Yeah, like you'll go to Wild Wings to watch like. No, no, the, it's hard for me uh, to watch a game and the go NCAA to date. finals or like. Game seven or something, <laughs> or like some big fight, or like a soccer. Yeah, game. no, I like actually you can I, I go agree. for like an experience. It's not like I don't think you can do that at wing stops because I've literally never had wing stop. Wingstop. But like Buffalo, why would you go for like the experience of being? Have the waiters dressed up as Rex? They have to be a fan. If you yeah, if you decide food. I want to watch Game Seven. <laughs> and I want to go on a first date, so you oh, pick Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm picking. If game she's seven. not aware of the, I'm saying if she's not aware of the game seven, and she thinks you're just going on a date, and then you show up at Buffalo Wild Wings because a game you want to watch is on, you're going to never hear from that date ever again. But I'm saying if you're going on a first <laughs> date with someone who you know. I mean, if if you you know a lot of people are dating online, so if you've already messaged like, oh, I'm a Yankees fan too, right? If you're both Yankees fans and there's a huge Yankees game, you want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, grab a couple of, of drinks, you know, chit chat while you're watching the game. I think that's actually a decent first date. You'd yeah, have it's to about the event, do a regular the, season the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't just show up at a you know on a random Tuesday. You're gonna watch Wild UFC like 300. <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, if nobody, she's a nobody, UFC fan or he's a UFC fan, whoever you're dating, right, I don't want to yeah. gender people, but yeah. How about Red Lobster? Red Lobster okay for a first date. <laughs> Let's go for to Red Lobster. Day? I don't know. I've never I've actually been, been to Red, Red Lobster, Lobster once in my whole life. I've never been to Red been Lobster, once. so I have no idea. I'm a big fan of Red Lobster. I I think probably I'm going to say no because like it's it's <laughs> it's like a weird together. thing where um it's 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 a weird thing where like a lot of the food on Red Lobster is. There's not like an elegant way to eat it. Like if you go to Red Lobster and you get like the crab or you get the lobster, you kind of look like an animal when you eat it. Yeah, this is, um, that's just a, you don't get seafood on the first date. And if you do, like it's got to be like shellfish that's already out. Like go to you scallops or something. Don't get calamari. crab or lobster on a first date. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah, you got to like, you know, get the, the thing out of the leg. Get the yeah. butter. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's yeah. like it's it's not a bad choice. 
I just think that like well, I think it's also it, fast casual, which I've said is bad if you get past a certain age. So I'm sticking with my previous, you know, my previous. I role, think I but, think Red Lobster would rank above like Cheesecake Factory or Red Rock. I, I don't or, know. I've been to both. I, I think I'd probably go back to Cheesecake Factory before. Red yeah, Lobster but it's also the, the idea that like like uh, Red Lobster is seafood, and seafood is seen as a little bit of a higher quality true, because true. it's a little bit more expensive. I think that true, that's true. why I would rank a little higher. I'm surprised at how much I've agreed with everything that this list has said. I, I was going. Yeah, no. I, I, like, I'm going to make fun of these women. But well, actually, I agree with this. I agree with almost so everything on this list. It's not so much that it's the, the things on this list are like, like, because these are these are like, like places, like, like if you really want to go, you would put like a clan rally or something on this. Like something like, like, if it's <laughs> I don't think anyone like, would even suggest right, that. Like, that's the type of thing you would put on this. All this stuff in this list is like, Okay, there are scenarios in which this would be a comfortable place. These aren't like egregious answers; they're just all situational. True. I think true. that's the difference. But I thought I was going to be mad. At, I mean, this list—the existence of this list—is silly. But I thought I was going to hate everything on this list. And there's a few that I know I'm going to disagree with as we get late, further down. We're almost there. But um, I, I was surprised at how much I was like, actually, no, that's right. <laughs> Every time I read one, I'm like, actually, no, that's right. I think I think I'm with them on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> How about this though? Um, um, a buffet. <laughs> Going to a buffet in a first date. <laughs> Those are not usually very, uh, very clean joints. So I'm, no. I'm gonna agree. They're, no, they're not clean either. So I'm gonna agree. And also, yeah, you don't want to eat. You don't want to eat that much on a first date. You no, might you think don't. you do, but you don't. And it's never like the food. You, there's always the uh, the chance that you get like food poisoning or something from it. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't I don't want to buffet with that. Like especially yeah, if, it's, yeah. if it's a place that has like Go a to lot the casino of casino buffet. Yeah, buffet is out. Yeah, buffet, buffet is out. I mean, I'm usually too nervous to eat that much anyway when I used to go on first dates. So I'm saying that buffet is out. You don't need that. You don't need that. It does get more life. controversial as we go. I hop in Denny's. Yes. Yeah, because most of this is food stuff. Well, it does finally switch Denny's. up by the end. I hop in Denny's. Yeah, I hop in Denny's. Yeah, I mean, same. Total get some I breakfast. Get a, those. <laughs> I mean, actually, I guess thing. if you need to do if you need to do a breakfast date, yeah, like, if you need to do a breakfast, then I hop is the spot. One hundred percent. Hey, go to I hop yeah. or like a diner, I guess. But I hop, but like I hop's the spot. If you need a breakfast spot and you don't have like a diner near you, uh, yeah, absolutely go to I hop. So a Denny's, I think you can avoid. You yeah, don't need that. You don't. You, if you have eggs over Miami on your first date, you you're not getting a second date. Yeah, That's the end of the like, first date. The order of ordering that is the end of the first date, and the end well, of the second date as well. Well, it depends on what time. Like if you'd gone out drinking with that person for the entire time, it's like two in the morning. Yeah, but I would say at that point the drinking was the first date. You're already on your second date (laughs) at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not a second date, but like the first date was you went for drinks and now you're at a Denny's because that's what you do after drinks. But it's not that's not the date. You know what I mean? When when, when you're talking to your friends, you're going to be like, oh, we went to and you're going to say the name of the bar. You're not going to say we went to Denny's. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? We went to Denny's. (laughs) We went how about to Denny's. how about this is a non-food one go so who came up with this you want to go to the gym for your first date work out together like come on a first date that's the tough. gym yes i mean oh yeah first date that's tough. go to the escalator I, I no, together 
Yeah, like what again, you do? like most most of these other things, it's situational. Depending like on first the first date, though, you want to go it to the depends gym? on the people. What if you work? You what if you like big bodybuilder stuff, or you like? I you think the gym the gym is where you ask the person to go on the date. Like you're both at the gym already. You guys are training, and then together. you say, "Hey, you want to do more pushups than after you. this? I could do more pushups." I don't think. You. Yeah, you don't want. To I be think you could absolutely end up working on. You think hey man, you could go on a, a date? That's a good way to build up them endorphins and and get the testosterone flowing. Well, I'm not saying don't go to the gym at all. I'm saying that. But that who goes on a gym date? date? What's a gym date? <laughs> Even if you're married, it's, it's, hey, that's a, a tough gym. thing. No, go. Well, I mean, gym, tell me. Right, like tell me I've you gone to the gym, gym with my wife. I didn't call it a gym date. We were just both at the gym. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So that's what that's kind of my thing is. Like, there's no way for me and my wife to go to like. I'll say, uh, well, which one? Let me say we're good. Buffalo Wild Wings, right? We said that that could be good, right? There's no way that we're going to independently end up at a Buffalo Wild Wings, my wife and I. We could very easily independently end up at the gym at the same time because we both just happen to be free at that moment. That has happened before where I've been like, oh, I'm free for a minute. Let me go to the gym. And I get there and my wife is finishing her workout because we have a gym in our apartment complex. Like, you know what I mean? We didn't plan it. I just was like, oh, I'm free now. I just got back from work and my wife was there. Like, so I think that you can absolutely go to the gym accidentally with someone that you're interested in. And I think at that point you say, hey, when we're done, let's go insert anything else. And that's your date, not the gym. (laughs) What about going to church? Would you go to church on a first date? (laughs) You have to be a specific person. You have to be a specific person to do that. And you say, I think that person. I just want to thank. I just want to thank the Lord for your beauty that we're here together. I mean, yeah, again, if you're if you're very religious, you're very yeah, Christian. Actually, I I think this one could very easily happen, and I think for some people this is very good first thing. Because uh, if you're super religious, you kind of want that out on front and center. I guess like so. right away. <laughs> uh, so, and if and if she or he is cool with it when you take them to the church state then you probably got someone who's compatible with you if you can get someone to go on a church if you can get someone to go on a church date with you then you've probably found a good partner because no one is going to the church if they're not interested in going to the church date you're not gonna no one's gonna accidentally do a church date (laughs) how about um going to starbucks as a yeah, first just date. Starbucks specifically. Starbucks specifically. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's fine. Coffee's fine. Well, not according to this it's list. It's coffee, but, yeah. But here we go, well, guys. According to this list, number 18, they say don't go on coffee dates. Do you agree, yes or no? Well, that's the same as Starbucks. I disagree. Coffee dates are a great way to talk to someone, especially if you're not able to do a date later in the day where like drinks or dinner is really an option. I think the coffee dates meet literally all the criteria. What are the criteria of a good date? You get, you sit down get to know someone, you share a meal, I guess you share some sort of, you know, you consume something with somebody, right? You do all that at a coffee date. It's got a nice ambiance. You consume something with somebody else and you get to sit down and talk about a person to get to know them better. There's literally nothing that you want from a date that you can't do over a cup of coffee. So I disagree. Yeah, the only reason I would say to not do a coffee date is if you don't like coffee. 
Well, yeah, I'm, that's me. Like, that's <laughs> you're like, it. oh, I hate like this. <laughs> do you like your coffee? Yeah. What about you? Oh no, I hate it. Like, yeah, don't do that. Like, I, like, I don't like coffee, and there. I've been on coffee dates. Like, I'll I'll be like straight up. I'm not a big fan of coffee. I'll happily meet you there, and I'll get like a water or something. But like, <laughs> drink okay, water. So that's the thing. You guys think that's okay to order not coffee at a coffee shop for a coffee date? Yes. Okay. To me, like, I mean, I drink coffee, so it's not a problem. But to me, if I didn't like coffee, I would avoid going to a coffee date. I would, it would, it's like the way I know I've always put it is I'm not a huge fan of coffee. So like if there's another option, I'll take it. But if it comes down to it, I'm, I'm fine with, with, with going. That's interesting. We'll have to, we'll have to circle back with Jose. I want to hear specifically what he thinks about coffee dates where you don't drink coffee. (laughs) How about ice cream dates? Yes. Yeah, it's fine. Not according to this list. I, know, for I think it's fine, but according to this list, no, don't take to some, <laughs> don't take somebody out. No, you cream. grab ice cream and you go for like a walk in like a local park or whatever. Yeah, no, that, that, that would see. Shits. We're getting to the end, and this is where it's wrong. Ice cream. They said don't go to any restaurants and also <laughs> don't do anything. So we can't yeah. go with this list, but. <laughs> The restaurants they picked are correct. If you're going to a restaurant, you need to go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying you don't have to go to a restaurant for a first date. Uh, it's the easiest one, and it's the one that's most likely to impress. I agree with them there, but it's not required. How about family functions? Hey, look at this. We're on a date. No. Hey, mom. No, you what do that. you think? First date? Yeah, first no, date. First date no. That's a second date thing. That'd be second date, no. It's a later. It's a later thing. Yeah, I knew my girl, my girlfriend. Jesus, I knew my wife's parents before we started dating, and I still like. Once we started dating, I didn't come around for like two months. (laughs) 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 This is just. It was. It's weird to be like, oh, this is that kid that we met, but now now they're dating. It it does make it. (laughs) So, um, no, I yeah, a family function. I did do. I have done that. I have met. Uh, people have dated parents very early in the dating thing, and it, no, it's a bad. It's always a bad idea. I mean, it's not horrible if it happens. It happens, but I wouldn't right. plan your first date around a family function. It's too early for a first date, but not definitely, not too yeah, early definitely, for- definitely first date. No. How about how about movie night? That's, That's like the what? same thing as the movie. Exactly. We already covered this. Exactly. It says yeah, Netflix, well, I think that maybe mean like at Netflix yeah, at someone's Netflix and chill like house. Yeah, exactly. But I think that goes with the house thing. I think that the danger, the danger element for a a woman being invited to a guy's house to watch a movie, I think to me makes sense why it's on this list. I would never, if I was invited to someone's house, I would never, it would probably never cross my mind, but I can see why if you're, if like a woman particularly uh, might, and I'm saying a woman particularly because I, I talk to women who say that they oftentimes think about, you know, when they're running at night or whatever, like it's a more present part of their time. But if you're a guy who's just, you know, constantly kind of like, you know, I mean, going to a stranger's house is always going to come with risk. I think most guys, I can speak for guys way more easily. Most guys probably don't think about it that way. But it is always a risky thing to just show up at a stranger's house, right? So I'm not trying to say, oh, women are too scared. They shouldn't go. Like, no one should really go to some stranger's house. But I can see specifically why a group of women might target that as, like, a definite no-no. Whereas, like, a a guy could probably be convinced to just go. Again, this is 
something I repeated, and it's very weird just because my first date was at my girlfriend's house, and my second date she met my entire family. So, like a weird way, like. Well, no, I mean, yeah, like, like you said, it, it it's different. It is time. I'm just saying, as a general the, rule, the the if you're like looking, if you're dating right now, like what are like the rules? I feel like you know you can break rules are meant to be broken a little bit, but you do gotta know them <laughs> to break them, right? What about somewhere that requires a long drive? I think what's a long drive? More than thirty minutes. Yeah, I don't. That does. That's too. That's too vague for me to, to weigh in. Right. So <laughs> we gotta I go don't to. Know. We gotta go three hours. <laughs> maybe. To, maybe. Maybe. The, maybe not. To the I Olive Garden. And, and and that also depends on like how far away you are from that person. Like, am I meeting you somewhere in the middle, or are we driving together? This yeah. There's just there's that's so broad. There's no way to really come up with like. I wouldn't take like. If I was so put myself in single shoes, going away for the weekend on a first date, no, right? Or would I go to like the? Um, uh, I went on a date with with my ex. We went to the uh, the Six Flags Park. That was ten hours of driving. That was three hours away from me. Like I'm not doing that on a first date. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, but if if you're like, oh, there's this cool winery that's like two hours away or an hour and a half away, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine. How about bowling? Bowling's a solid second date, I think. Bowling's a good first date. Uh, bowling's first a good date. group thing. I don't know. Again, one-on-one bowling, I don't know. I, I, had, I had a, I had a great second date for a bowling that led to a relationship. I should do that more often. I haven't done so. I don't think I've been back to the bowling alley <laughs> since. Bowling's time. fine, yeah. No, I, I take it back. Bowling is fine. I don't, I'm I mean, not going yeah. to do it, but I think you could. That's, that's a fine but first date. But it date. is. It is you also a that. good like group first date too thing. Like if it makes them more comfortable to have friends, and you can bring some friends, that yeah. that is a good option for it's, that too. And and the gutters go up or down? Down. I always put them. Gutters, I don't care. Not, yeah. Gutters go up. This is a controversial. I think it's fine <laughs> to have the gutters up. I really do. Who cares? No, it, Thank you. no. Only yeah, if down. you're fucking around. Like down. You got to, you got you to, got, and you, you just got to eat the gutter ball. ball. You're gonna throw a gutter ball. I try and do it early. Uh, not anymore, I don't. You ever see? But, um, try and do it early. I'm gonna go. You ever see Malcolm in the Middle? That episode of them at the bowling alley. Two different perspectives. Yeah. There's one point where he walks up and completely misses. That probably would happen to me if I was, on a first date. They Remember, listen, we we listen, bowling. If you're gonna gutter it. Butter it as hard Classic. as you can on purpose. <laughs> if you're gonna Whoa. gutter ball it, if you're gonna gutter ball it, you do it as hard as you can I, on purpose so that it pops out and takes out a pin. That's when you do it. Oh, I've I never mean, I haven't pulled that. Uh, we're, we're just laughing. <laughs> the Wii bowling, uh in the game Wii bowling. <laughs> if you let go too early of the B trigger, it throws them all backward and everybody run like jumps up like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we went bowling, me me and Matt with some friends. We were young. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> we almost got kicked out, but it was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I will say we all and we all jumped too. We're like, whoa! Like literally, like we did very good. That's how you would react if the bowling ball goes back. <laughs> uh, to be clear, everyone listening, it was on purpose. Matt told me he was going to do it. It was not a he didn't accidentally throw it behind him. He was like, I'm going to do the wee bowling thing, and then he did it. So you know what's funny purpose. about it was very funny, man. 
The bowling alley though has to deal with a lot of punk ass teenagers. <laughs> yeah, I like we, a was, lot. I'm like, describing. I'm describing us as punk. This is us as the oh punk yeah teenagers definitely. The now ball now I hate. <laughs> now when I see teenagers, like wow, I I regret being a punk ass teenager. <laughs> I was very much that. Literally, I was like, just as as a, between ages of sixteen and eight, like like fifteen to seventeen. I'm like, hey, how am I gonna fuck? How am fuck around with this person today? <laughs> exactly why you being a teenager is annoying. Um, was was I? I mean, like? to be fair, that's where Lauren Bobert met her husband. Was at a bowling alley. <laughs> that worked out really well. <laughs> how about nightclub? Yeah, there's a lot more to that story. Nightclubs, um, as a first probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, mean, and if you don't vibe, you just stand there. I guess you could meet. Maybe you maybe you meet out. Like if you like talking to someone, and you're both out. I could see you being like, "I'm going to wherever this meet up," and you could do something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I think it's really hard to be like, "I'll pick you up," and then we go to the nightclub. Now, again, it could be part of a longer thing. But it's never your first and only stop, I think. I mean, other than very specific circumstances. So, yeah, I agree. And again, you're not talking. You're not getting to know someone at a nightclub that well. I, I guess, you know, if you have a lot of money, you can get, like, private, you know, you get bottle service, get yourself a little booth, then maybe. But, uh, like, regular, you know, hanging out by the bar, you're not you're not hearing anybody talk at a nightclub. What about um, the hookah bar? What? what no. I mean, I don't partake, but yeah, I'm gonna have to assume that's probably not too a good first date spot. I guess yeah. it, again, again, it depends on the people. If it's a thing that you do, I'm sure there's some, there's probably some like cultural re- relevance to that too. Where if it Maybe. if it's a more mm-hmm. um, dominant part of your culture or a more accepted part or a more like consistent thing, um, then yeah, probably. But now, again, like most of these, it's I, yeah, I think that that one's more more than likely that one's probably the, not the best place to bring up if you're trying to plan your first date. Now these that would be my guess. Well, there's three more. Now here's one thing that I think most people who have dated have actually done. Should you go to a bar for drinks on the first date? Yeah. You can do that. Wait, yeah. Why is this even on the list? I don't know, because I guess they it's, didn't it's, like it. No, this is a very common thing. Makes sense. It's public. You can even, like, if you're, like, not totally comfortable with a date, you can kind of, like, sneak some people in. <laughs> like, you can yeah. have friends come and, like, hang out at the bar separate from you you know what i mean like if you're really like i you know i like this guy but i'm not so sure or i like this girl but i'm not so sure like the bar to me has it gives you everything you want i mean you don't want like a crazy loud bar don't go to like to the biggest college bar on like friday night but like there's a there was a bar in rochester which was actually a very big college bar but what we did it wasn't our first date but what we did when we didn't go there for the actual dates where we'd go early not early early but like because no one, like, most of the college students were not showing up till, like, what, 10? You know what I mean? Like, that's when people show up at the bar. So we go at, like, 8.30 or, like, mm-hmm. 9, somewhere between there. Yeah, so you start a little there. earlier. 
no, no, no. You just have dinner or don't you just don't eat dinner or eat dinner some you know before you go. But like you go and like you hang out at the bar. Maybe if there's like a small like cocktail table. This place had those, like those tables that you could stand at. So we would like grab one of those and you just kind of hang out. And then by 10, 10 30, maybe eleven, everyone else is there. So it just kind of transitions into like the rest of your night. So you had like a date. And then you got to have like the rest of your night when everybody else arrived at 10. You know what I mean? So I think that that's a totally valid uh, date. Uh, wasn't my first date, but I think it's one of the best dates that I've I went on with my now wife was to a bar. So I am pro going to the bar. I think it can work for a first date. It definitely works for not a first date. So, How about Waffle House? <laughs> Same thing as same thing as the IHOP. Waffle House, most people go to at night. Really, I've never yeah, been. And also, House. actually, you know what? My they have a reputation. Kind of like like ghetto Denny's. And yeah, yeah, they have a reputation, so I think I would avoid it just because of the reputation. I don't know much about it. I think I may have been to a Waffle House once when I was traveling to Texas, but I don't know. I would I would probably just because of the connotation I'd avoid it personally. Avoid the Waffle House. And then the last one is sporting events. First date sporting event? Yeah, do you want to go to see a game? Nah. If they're a fan, I think that's a good yeah, if they're a fan, I think think that's that's kind of the same as the uh Uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. So let me ask be like, oh I have everything planned. And let me she's like, Where are we going? To watch yeah. the Knicks. <laughs> so let me ask you yeah, guys like, this. You need to know that. So finally, we gave the list. Tell me well, tell me one first. Which one of these are actually just ridiculous? Like you ridiculous could go, and like it shouldn't be on the list? Like, yeah. What should not be on this list? What should not be on the infamous internet first date list? Uh the bar. Yep. Starbucks and coffee, yeah. Put those together. Uh I think movies is is a fair one to not have. Um yeah, you could work a movie out. I think most of the restaurant ones probably also shouldn't be on there either because a lot oh, of no, I, I agree with I agree with all the restaurants. <laughs> all, like, like, restaurants. But, but e- all the chain restaurants. All the chain casual dangerous. fine dining. But there wasn't anything like outright no this should not be all of them are situational applebee's applebee's is not the right i think applebee's might be the only acceptable applebee's (laughs) is probably waffle house (laughs) yeah applebee's and waffle house do not go uh no but the movie yeah the coffee and stuff the the bar i think the sporting event could be a really good one if you have a fan like actually because i mean those are not like you get good seats those are not inexpensive so if you've got like if you're dating someone and he's like a really big fan of uh the jets and you get good tickets to you know, go to metlife like that's a really thoughtful thing to do for someone on the first date it's expensive or so like, or on the other hand you but, could go to like like a lot of minor league games aren't or aren't super expensive like when the the liberty played in westchester yeah you yeah. get tickets for that for like 20 bucks and that as long be- as they're fans that's what i'm saying like if you right, have a fan right, like, then i think you're good <laughs> 
Actually, I went to, again, not a first date, so this is really not applicable, but I went to the Rochester Amherst game with Melissa there, uh, hockey. Um, and we're, neither one of us is actually big hockey fans, but it was really cheap. So we're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, but I think, so I think that that would be a bad first date. If you don't care and she doesn't care, then don't do that uh, <laughs> for a first date. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. want to have something a little bit more, like, a little bit more impressive. But if, you know, like, right. if, no, if you're, she's a big hockey fan and you can get tickets to a hockey game, you should. Because you can well, talk, right? you know what I mean? Like, well, it gives you all the access to all the things you want to do on a date. And it's something like thoughtful. It shows that you know something about about them. Like, I think that that's a de- totally decent thing you can do. But it's got to be the right person. You can't, like, force someone to go to a, a sporting event if they hate sports or whatever. <laughs> so what? So this list, which is pretty large and in-depth, now why don't we try to figure out, you know, I guess what else? What is not on the list that you could actually go to? What a picnic? Clearly, a very expensive restaurant. Good. You have to go to right, a very non-chain restaurant. A non-chained, probably expensive restaurant. So we have. Doesn't need to be expensive. So wait, is this? It, it, I, wait, I want to clarify this because I, I made this. The list is basically where you shouldn't go, but it's like go. things that are day. acceptable if you do, because like. No, yeah. they definitely they, said they, don't. They go. said don't go to this. Well, this is an absurd list because there's like <laughs> way more stupid shit that you could do. Well, I think that like what the they're saying, yeah, I, I do think you're right. That clearly they were like, you know, ritual sacrifice was not going to show up on this list. Like but obviously, I don't want to go skydiving on my yeah. first right. like, date. Like, yeah, scuba diving's not on this list, or like, you know what I mean? Like, like this, clearly, this list yeah. is things that are like kind of acceptable in circumstances plausible yeah they came up with a list of things that might be plausible but you should avoid doing i think was the point of this list it wasn't going with you know what i mean like like i made a obviously ridiculous joke of like ritual sacrifice don't do that if you have if you're into that don't bring your date there <laughs> certainly not first date but um like obviously no one's gonna do that no one does that it's not real so they're not gonna include like ridiculous things i think they were looking at things that could happen and saying don't do them. I think that was their plan was like to find like semi reasonable things and say, but just because they seem reasonable doesn't mean you should do them. I think that was one of the list. The list was a super overreaction oh, to clearly. a bad and, date. You know, like way. also, uh, I personally don't like going on dinner on first dates for expense reasons. I'm too and nervous stuff like to that. eat like, too. Like, you know right, I mean? exactly. You don't want to eat. Like, you just want to I want to enjoy the meal. So, so I think coffee or bar is actually I like the probably picnic the idea i like the picnic Picnic's idea a good one picnic too. is good if you're creative about it picnic could be really good yeah if you just have like a blanket and sandwiches don't, don't do a picnic but yeah, what you should you do like though what the do you person have... to get an idea what they might you like. have to you have, have a, fill the a bottle of wine a basket have a guitar yeah, you gotta have the basket you don't need a guitar i mean if you can play guitar bring a guitar but don't just show up with a guitar that'd be weird uh <laughs> so picnic you're both just staring at the but... guitar like it's not gonna play itself so but go to a picnic fine with a nice picnic basket and wine. Yeah, you got to put it together, you know, think about it. Yeah, got some wine, got some fruit, and like some crackers so, and stuff. So that's the thing we've come up with. Made. The one thing acceptable that should help everybody in all financial situations is to go take your potential date on a picnic. Picnic is safe. Yeah. Hopefully it goes yeah, well picnic, and you I only have coffee, drink, coffee, six months of the coffee year and drinks are probably number one. Still go with the coffees. Right. F the list, but go to coffee. 
I think coffee and drink are probably the first one. Boat rides are romantic. You get on a boat somewhere. That's a good idea. I have to say, this is definitely... The show's going to be a little different now. This is the longest segment of all time on the show. Not bad at all. It's not a problem. I'm just saying we'll do some quick adjustments because yep. we're already at 112. Let's go yes. for 20 more minutes. Um, Britney Spears' book, more excerpts are coming. And according to Britney Spears' book, she has had quite the life from promiscuity to um, relationships with various well, it's mostly just promiscuity relationships. Yeah, let's be real. <laughs> let's just be honest. At least the excerpts, that's the majority of the book. So what are, what are um, some of the things you saw? Pretty disappointing. Well, I just wanted to say broadly, it was disappointing. Uh, everyone clowned Will and Jada last week. I'm still right about that, and the internet agreed with me. But um, in general, that book seemed real, right? There was things there. If you're... If you wanted to read a book, there's things you can learn about Will and Jada that have nothing to do with their bedroom. This does not seem to be that. This seems to be entirely about Britney Spears in the bedroom. I don't condone what happened to Britney Spears. She was clearly exploited for a very long time. Justin Timberlake, everyone got mad at me for saying this. It's still true. You can be mad. Was part of the problem. He was part of the people doing it. Wasn't the whole thing, but he was part of it. But this book is clearly a cash grab trying to sell on all of the uh, honor promiscuity. And I, I don't like to use that word because that's it's a loaded word. And she could sleep with whoever she wants. It, I don't care. And no one should care. And if you care, you have a, you have a problem, not Brittany. But this book is just about people that she's been with in situations pertaining to sex and relationships. Um, there's just not a lot of there there. Based on the excerpts, I mean, Colin Farrell's uh, one, like, who cares that you had a quickie with Colin Farrell? Yeah, who right. cares? That is what so is the random. what is the what is the literary benefit of me knowing that information? Like when the Justin stuff came out, you can ignore the uh, the size queen jokes. Right. And go with, you know, obviously ground shaking about the uh, having, you know, an abortion. Right. That's that's a big deal. Like that is. That is salacious, but it's also something that fans of hers have probably never heard and would definitely be interested in. And like, it is probably a seminal moment in her life because that's a hard decision to have to make. Having a quickie with Colin Farrell is not a hard decision. It probably wasn't much of a decision at all. It was just kind of, all right, fine. Like, it's just not to me. Again, this is just selling on, you know, trading on a life with you know a lot of partners um which is totally good for her to make a quick buck which is also totally good for her but i think if you're looking for a book to read pick up jada's john stamos had a book that's supposed to be interesting don't don't bother with this one <laughs> we were you heard the important bit of this book that got leaked all over last week you, that's the only thing anyone needs to know from this book and everybody in the world already knows it my opinion Feel the same way. I, no I don't care. I, I I don't care. I have <laughs> no idea. I don't know what any of it. The 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 excerpt is. I could not care less. There is. I don't think there is anybody whose life has been more spotlighted than Britney Spears. Maybe LeBron, but like mm-hmm. other than that, like Taylor Swift. Yeah, but like I don't care. It doesn't. I mean, if you want to read it, go read it. If you don't, don't. It makes no difference. Honestly, just leave her the fuck alone. Free hey. Britney. 
Re- re-free Britney. What do you guys no, think? No, this is going to hurt that, I think. But True. What do you guys think about Drake's birthday? And he had Brian Cranston and... She's one of not Jesse Pinkman and Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul. What do you guys think about Jake's birthday with Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul bartending at it? Now that the is studios need to sit at the table, okay? <laughs> Walter White and Jesse Pinkman should not have to resort to serving bar to pay their bills. <laughs> Can you imagine having that much money? You could just call Brian Cranston and say, "Do you want to be a bartender?" And then he'd be like, I, "Yes." That's- this proves to me, I mean, obviously they don't, I mean, I don't say they don't need money. They do, but obviously neither one of them is hurting for money to the point that they actually took this job to like pay their bills. That was, that was clearly a joke, but can you imagine how bored Brian Cranston must be that he agreed to do this? He's Brian Cranston. He's like an Academy darling. Everybody loves him. He's one of the best performers on like both the large and small screen, right? Like he's, but he's killed it in both. And he's just so bored right now that Drake could be like, Hey, I have a fun idea. And him be like, yeah, let's do it. Like, that's how bored he is. Come on. We got to get the actors working again. Cause Brian needs more stimulation for that mind than making mojitos for all of Drake's friends. Okay. So it's time to, you know, Get it, get it going. We got to get these people back to work, you know, using their minds and their gifts the way that we need them to be using and not coming up with a new rum runner. Amen. I, I got Amen. Amen. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I support I, I, it you too, right. I support, I mean, yeah. listen, I, it's really funny. I'm glad they did it, but it's just like, how bored do you have to be to be like, yeah, I'll do that. Like, it feels like if you called me and said, do you want to be a bartender tonight? And I was just like, eh, I'm not doing anything tonight. Sure. Like, you know how bored I, no offense, man, I like you and all, but you know how bored I'd have to be if you're like, I'm having some friends over. Can you come over at 10 far? I'd have to be so yeah, not bored. even Not even like, hey, do you want to join us? Do you want to like work for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, not like I'm having friends over for a drink if you want to come. No, like, hey, I'm having some friends over for a drink. Do you want to serve bar? Like 10 bar? Like, you know how bored I'd have to be to be like, yeah, I'll do that. That's fine. Uh, first, like, again, I like you. It's not an insult. It's just you have to be really bored to agree to do that for no reason. Because they don't get, they don't need the money. It's not monetary. So, come on, let's get everybody back to work. It's for, it's for everybody's best. Otherwise, soon Brian Cranston's going to be, you know, serving bar at like a local place. It's going to become a whole thing. We're going to lose him to the bar scene, and we can't afford that. So Disney, get your stuff together. Come on. All right, we can wrap it up with Congressman Mike Johnson on October 25th was elected as the Speaker of the House from the state of Louisiana. His name is Mike Johnson. What should people know about Mike Johnson being your new Speaker of the House? Well, first of all, his name is Mike Johnson. You know how generic Mike Johnson is as a name? Like... Which it doesn't matter if you're the most qualified person, not saying that he is. Uh, but if you're the most qualified person, it doesn't matter what your name is. But just think about this. Like, Mike Johnson. That's your math teacher. <laughs> uh, like, that, I don't know. And then when you look at him, uh, he doesn't strike a particularly interesting visage 
for folks, right? When you see Mike Johnson, you're not instantly looking at the leader of the United States House of Representatives. You're you're he mostly looking at president. You're <laughs> looking at like a CPA. What'd you say? He's the third in line to the presidency. Right. Yeah, exactly. The next President Johnson could be Mike. Right. We're going to go from Lyndon or was it Andrew to Lyndon Baines to Mike. Um, Hopefully we don't, by the way. But in general, I don't know. Mike Uh, Johnson. He said Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Oh, yeah, that too. It does sound like a middle schooler's like, hey, my name is Mike. What? Mike what? Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Mike Dix is in charge of the house. It does. Yeah, it does sound like that. Okay, um, but like on, on a serious <laughs> note, do like, like, do you want me to get into the serious things about this guy? Sure. I mean, there are serious things with his some of his comments okay. and whatever. Mike Johnson being elected with zero pushback from the Republicans, they have no spine. This man is a goddamn lunatic. Um, no spine. They failed six. No, 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 no. No. Like <laughs> they were they were mad at Jim Jordan because of some of the things that Jim Jordan did, like the the um, being against uh, Mike Johnson is as bad as Jim Jordan, with the exception of he had. It doesn't appear that he overlooked sexual assaults uh, while he was a wrestling coach at Ohio State. That's a big thing, by the way. Not for nothing. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm saying so, <laughs> that's let, a let me big give difference. You a quick list of, of who Mike Johnson is. Mike Johnson is a Christian nationalist fundamentalist who believes in young earth theory. Um, he believes young earth is that the, the earth is only 4,000 years old. Oh, um, like the Bible thing. Yeah. Um, okay. he believes that, uh, gay marriage, um, should be illegal and that homosexuality is a sin and that mass shootings are caused by feminism, Roe v. Wade and gay people. He, um, he is. So in reference to the, the um, overthrowing of the uh, the previous election, the insurrection, there was a legal attempt to do this. There was an amicus brief filed by Texas that's basically trying to throw out the results of these other four states. Mike mm-hmm. Johnson wrote that fucking brief. He is the one who, who got it signed in the House. He was the one who spread it around. He was the lead person in the House in the attempt to overthrow the, the uh, previous election. The man in charge of certifying the next election was one of the key people attempting to stop the previous one. Mike Johnson is not a moderate. Mike Johnson is about as radical as they come, and him being in charge is a death knell to the moderate Republican and the idea that they exist. The only difference between him and Jim Jordan is he is not um, outright on television all the time, and apparently his followers didn't outright threaten other Congress people. That is the only difference. Mike Johnson is every bit as dangerous as uh, as Jim Jordan, and him being there is a death knell to the idea that the Republican Party believes in democracy. And this was led up by the fact that one of the reporters asked him about how he felt about having tried to overturn the election, and the conference around him responded by booing. So, Fresh Faces, real quick. I I told you last time that the Aaron Sorkin, Hakeem Jeffries become speaker wasn't going to happen, and I was right. Mm -hmm. Which Republican, you seem to know a lot of them, uh, I'm not, by the way, I don't like this Mike Johnson guy. I don't know much about him. What I do know was mostly what you said. But which Republican would have been right for you? Tom Emmer. Tom Emmer was the most rational choice. The reason Tom Emmer, Tom Emmer was their choice 
two days ago before Mike Johnson. The reason Tom Emmer is not the Speaker of the House is because Tom Emmer made two fateful flaws. One of them is absolutely ridiculous. One is he believes gay people should have the right to be married. And right. two, and this is the true thing that stabbed him in the back. Mike Emmer believes that the 2020 election was fairly done, that Joe Biden is president. Yeah, the but Donald re- Trump doesn't like Mike, Tom Emmer, so that was never going to happen. And that's why he got killed. And if the Republican Party had a spine, they would have – and he's the one who could have done this. Mike Emmer could have been the one to have crossed the aisle to say, look, we can sideline these lunatics. We don't have to worry about them. Help me be speaker, which they should have, and they could have gotten something out of him. And he would have been the right choice. Do I agree with everything Mike Emmer did? No. But I believe Mike Emmer is the choice where I would feel safe about democracy if he was the one who has to certify the election in 2025. But so if I'm not mistaken, he's the one who didn't even make it four hours as the nominee, correct? He is, yes. And the so reason obviously, is because – Well, no, I get what you're saying. But that means you're saying that the, the radicals sign-lined him. If that if the majority didn't want him, then that means the majority is the radicals, which means they're not radical anymore. They're just Republicans. And that's what my point is. The Republican Party – like so – this, so that means there was no right answer. None of the people who are Republicans right now no, no, would no. have been good for you. I mean, no, ever no. you like him, but he's obviously not a regular Republican. He didn't he's even make it four hours. He didn't even third, make it four hours. Right, but that is because I could have made four so, hours as Speaker of the House nominee. <laughs> right. So hold on, I, I do need to, to try to clarify this. So when Jim Jordan was the option, it looked like on that Monday that he was going to get it because it looked like all the people who talked big game, their spines were made out of jelly. Um, It turns out that they were actually strong enough to hold them off. Um, The difference is that more of the caucus appears to be afraid of Donald Trump, at least in this case, or that there was enough hubbub because Donald Trump did uh, make a response to Mike Emmer or uh, to Tom Emmer um, being a bigger before he he uh, dropped out that it, it caused it I honestly think that had he gotten to a floor vote he probably would have gotten it I think the fact that they are like yeah no Mike Johnson's the guy it erases any doubt that there is a radical that there is that the party is not run in a minority cons- uh, a minority majority in order to be the most radicalized non-governing party that they would we could possibly yeah. have. I mean, again, I, I won't I won't comment too much further because we have to end soon. I'll just say that we needed a speaker because we have things that needed to be addressed. Um, I don't think that most of the Republicans putting their name forward would have been good for me as someone who doesn't support that party. If you're a Republican, you probably disagree with me. Um, I don't think that honestly, I, I don't know. I can't prove this. I think if Tom Emmer had been elected, most Democrats and people who are independent but lean that way would have found a reason to hate him too. Um, so I think that no matter what, the le- the left is in the, ma- the minority in the House. They were going to dislike the choice. We just got to hope that the dude in charge is going to keep the government open. You know, make sure that we provide support for our various uh, our various t- entanglements uh, across the world and all that good stuff. We just that's what we need. Uh, we just got to hope because no matter who they put in charge, it was going to be, it was going to be silly season. It was, he would, the, the, that, that, that just happened with silly season, which we talked about last time. So we're not going to rehash it. Uh, we, you know, listen to that episode. We, we discussed the whole thing about removing Kevin McCarthy, but what's done is done. At least now there's a, a possibility that the government will start governing possibility, maybe not a strong one. 
but a possibility that was previously not on the table. No, I think look, we did need a speaker. I, I think we did need a speaker. Um, I think I, I wish it hadn't been a guy who who basically embodies the House's idea that democracy doesn't matter. Um, a, I think you know being being their question of whether or not the next election will be certified is seems a little problematic. Um, yeah. But. You know, it, it is what it is. And look, the, the good news is we we got to see this clown show. Did they luck out that the Israel thing happened so that this wasn't the only thing going on? Yes. Is this guy going to be a massive albatross around their neck because of how radical and insane he is? Absolutely. Do I think that they're going to hurt a lot of people in the meantime? Probably. Um, I'm going to do that anyway. I, I think it would, be, would have been less. With with Emmer, I don't know how. I think there would be. I think there would have been less having trading to do. You know, to like get Ukraine aid in order to open the government, in order to because Mike Mike Johnson is going to attempt to cut Social Security and Medicare, um, and like this is not a the like this is not even like a thing that they're hiding. Like they they poor people are going to suffer because of this man. Possibly gay people. There is a good chance that Marjorie Taylor Greene's anti-trans bill uh, passes the House because of this man. He tried to do a national don't say gay bill. That's that shit I don't like. Yeah, exactly. There's not much more we could say. This is who they wanted. This is who was always, not him, but this was what it was always going to be. So, um, again, we can't ever prove it, but this is this was the, this was the path as soon as they eliminate, uh, removed Kevin McCarthy. This was the path that we were on um, the whole time. Maybe not Mike Johnson, the, 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 the seminal leader of our time, <laughs> the, the spitting image of congressional fortitude, Mike Johnson. Uh, but... The profile of Mike Johnson is the profile of the next Speaker of the House has been since the beginning. Let's end on a positive note. What's the greatest damn movie of all time and why is it Good Burger? (laughs) (laughs) Why is it Good Burger, Matt? I want to know. Why is it Good Burger? Well, Good Burger represents how friendships can be tried through many obstacles. When Ed needed a friend, when Ed needed a friend, Dexter played by Keenan Thompson and Ed played by Kel Mitchell pulled through. And it shows that they were, had, they had odds against each other. They did not like each other. And then what is the main thing that can drive a friendship? What could be one? An opportunity for money and economic growth. And what happened there? The Ed Sauce was created. And that changed the fast food landscape forever. When they thought Mondo Burger was going to take over, they said no. Representing small businesses around the world, going up against a corporate giant. And who was number one? The small business. Good Burger. Ed. They took care of it. And this you turned this into an Academy Award film. This movie taught <laughs> yeah, us until the second part of the movie 
where Mondo Burger wins whatever lawsuit that they're up against and then they buy out. Uh, well, that Peter didn't happen Burger. in that movie. That because... happened in an alternate universe. Yes. <laughs> they clearly tampered with their with their we clearly tampered with their with their with their supply, which definitely is illegal. But they needed to do it that they needed to st- needed to make a statement after they were sent to a mental institution called Demented Hills to live they said no we are you, beyond this i don't remember half of this i saw it recently <laughs> i definitely watched this movie more recently and i still don't remember this all the is stuff. cinema this is cinema uh martin square this is, martin this square is true <laughs> This is true. There this is, is Good cinema. Burger 2 coming out on Thanksgiving weekend on Paramount. I huh. will be watching. I don't know what the best movie of all time is. That's a really good, that's a hard question. It's also a little subjective. Um, yeah, it's a little subjective. It's difficult to to know, right? But um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to answer this, man. This is too hard. Um, My actual answer I is. I guess I could go with like what? Oh yeah, let's hear your actual answer. For today. For today. I'm trying to think of the perfect movie. Jaws. Let's go with Jaws. Right? Isn't it? Let's go with Jaws. I'll say Jaws, Jaws is the greatest very, movie. That's a very pure good movie, movie of all time. That is a perfect movie. I would say Jaws and Back to the Future. Perfect movies. Back to the Future, that's another really good one. I would say um, Jaws even a Another good one is uh was it Pretty Woman? I mean, I guess that's I mean, a very, very well done movies, movie. But if you were going what? greatest rom com, Pretty Woman with well, rom coms are movies. Pretty Woman. Yeah, rom coms are movies, man. Pretty, no, no, no. Hold up. Oh, I'm God. saying if we're talking about the greatest rom coms, the greatest rom com is clearly When Harry Met Sally. Pretty Woman's pretty overrated. Well, my favorite. I, I, I wrote, I wrote it on my letterbox. Movies. Follow me on letterbox, Mars Corsese. I'm literally pulling it up. What I say. <laughs> About what? About uh, Pretty Woman. Pretty I Woman. Reviewed it. Yeah, I reviewed it on my letterbox. I saw it recently. Um, what do you have to say, Faces? Greatest movie of all time? Where I find my Pretty Woman letterbox, and then we'll uh, wrap it up. Fuck. Um, I don't even know. Like, there's a lot of stuff that like I really enjoyed that, that I, I like. People like, oh, you know, there's you can nitpick everything, like. I really love The Greatest Showman. I think that's a fantastic a good movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I, the, I remember... It's like, still Pretty Woman, but, you know. I don't know if I've seen Pretty Woman. <laughs> pretty um, Woman's very over... It's not very overrated. It's pretty overrated. It's a good movie. Don't get me I wrong. Feel I, like wow. I feel like Return of the King is a good answer. Return of the King? I don't even know if I know that. that one. Lord that's of the Rings. Third, uh, third Lord, Lord of the Rings. Oh, I, I've only seen the first one, so I don't know anything about that. But um, that's that's a really good one. I gave Pretty Woman a, I I gave Pretty Woman a three and a half out of five stars. I'm gonna make one of these things, and I'm gonna give it a five out of five stars. Here's what I here's my review. Pretty Woman, what a delightful film. Very charming, fun watch. How can you not get giddy in the last ten minutes? Julia Roberts, fucking amazing. Love how captivating she is while balancing both worlds her character comes from and the world she joins. Heartfelt with emotion. Richard Gere is really good. Where is he at? I hope he works more because he's a good actor. Why did I write this as if I was I just saw it in 1990? 
Jason Alexander was a funny <laughs> dickhead villain too. Satisfying punch in the face at the end for him. I think the screenplay is really good, and I feel this is a movie on social norms and how self-confidence can make or break a person. Maybe I really did. I don't know why I felt like... Oh, I really liked it when I, I guess when I first saw it. Yes, it's a good the movie. Film is well directed, very funny. <laughs> it's a classic. The movie puts comfort in the movie puts comfort in comfort watch. And I love hearing, I love her bickering at the rodeo. I loved seeing her bicker at the girl on the rodeo who was a dick to her in the department store. Rodeo, yeah, yeah. I was writing this uh, really late. I wasn't. I gotta. Wow, you're 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 literally. You'd rather instead of just admit that Pretty Woman's a good movie, you're gonna rewrite your your review yeah, of so it. Why did you only give it three and a half? I think it was a little too. I'm thinking. So I wrote that right away, and I've rewatched it since. I feel like Pretty mm-hmm. Woman, though very good, and I do agree with my review still. But maybe I don't know. Maybe a bit over the top. I, I'd have to let me let me tell you this. I'll rewatch it. And give another review for a proper yeah. re-review. Another another good one, by the way, is Jurassic but it, Park. I think but when, when, when Harry Met Sally really is my favorite rom-com. And oh, I my favorite rom-com is Music and Lyrics, which is nowhere near the best movie of all. Music and Lyrics. Uh, Who's, yeah, Hugh Grant, Drew like Barrymore. Music and Lyrics. It's great. I recommend everybody watch it at least twice. <laughs> at least um, twice. It's a musical. It's a great movie. Focuses on the relationship that evolves between a former pop music idol and an aspiring writer as she struggles to compose a song for the reigning pop diva. Critical consensus on Rotten Tomatoes at a 63. Music and lyrics is a light and pleasant romantic comedy that succeeds because of its considerable charm of its co-stars. The music segments featuring Hugh Grant are worth the price of a mission alone. Huh. Yes, he's really funny when he sings his uh, when he sings. His, I won't sing it because I don't want to get us in trouble. But he, there's a song this. right at the very beginning. It's really funny. Um, no, it's funny. Um, and then, yeah, Jurassic Park. That's a more serious movie, Matt. And I think that that you can make the case that that's one of the better movies that have ever been made. Uh, the original Jurassic Park. Right. So no doubt. But honestly, watch whatever the hell you want. Boris Scorsese on yeah. Letterbox. That is as. Gender switching. I want to see his reviews. That is as genre, yeah. Genre changing as it comes, and generational. I want to see him review all the Marvel movies on Letterboxd. Every single one. That's not gonna. I would read. I would read that. Oh come on, that would be so funny. No, I I, I, I want to see it. Oh, if he has a publicist, this is the time to hear what I'm saying and call Martin Scorsese. And make him doesn't even have to watch it. Just have him without watching any of these movies give a review. It would be so funny. The best part It'd be is funnier it, if you watch yeah. them. The the best part is him literally writing as the description. This is cinema. This is cinema. <laughs> he already It'd be so funny. I mean, sixty. He already put sixty nine films he likes. And remember, does he have any actual reviews? Um, that 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 No, I don't see any reviews somewhere. He just wrote. He wrote. He he made lists. A list called companion films. He followed the Film Foundation. And yeah, that's it. Anyways, oh, regardless, just, though. Now you know what to do. Um, great work, guys. Hit it all over the board. From talking about the Speaker of the House to talking about where you shouldn't go on a first date. This is what we get on this show. <laughs> 
true diversity. Thank you, Fresh Faces. Thank you, Ryan. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Matt. This is a very productive conversation. Great work, Ryan and Faces. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram, at Productive Conversations Podcast. Twitter, next at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok, at Productive Conversations. And Facebook, at Productive Conversations. So that wraps up another week of the Productive Conversations podcast. We're back at it on Wednesday, reviewing week Eight of the NFL season, looking at week nine of the college football season, and we're back here a week from today to do a brand new tweet cap. That'll wrap it up for the month of October as well. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you got something out of it and learned a lot. I certainly have. So the next time you will see us will be the month of November, November 1st, and let's make this November a really, really awesome one. And you know what? I promise you it will be. Just put the effort in and good things will come. Have a great Halloween weekend for everyone celebrating. Be safe. Make good decisions. Don't do anything stupid. And enjoy what we have left of the fall. Pretty much all the leaves have changed. It's nice and cool and beautiful outside here in the Northeast. So take advantage of it. Have a great Halloween weekend. Have a great Halloween. Be safe and we'll be seeing you all very, very soon. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Thank you to Fresh Faces. Thank you to Ryan for coming on today. Thank you for your Dolo Ren for what he does behind the scenes. And thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for supporting us no matter what. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family, and we will see you next week. Much love, everybody. Peace. All she needed was some.